Good morning. Good morning. And thank you for hanging out with me today on the Morning Buzz. It is a little early afternoon and it has snowed outside. There is a white soft blanket on the ground and I am enjoying a cup of pecan coffee with my little dog Basil and just enjoying reading some of God's word this morning. I would love to talk with all of you about you being born for such a time as this. It is so funny to me how the thought keeps crossing my mind and other people's minds that I've talked to lately about the world that we're living in and the stress and the impact of societal and um, political and even um, other types of evangelical struggles that people are going through. Um, The world that we live in today is unlike any other time, right? That's what we say. It's unlike any other time that we've lived in. But you have to remember and set your mind apart from the worldviews and remember that you were created and you were born for such a time as this. And don't feel like your life is for naught. God has created you for the time that you are living in today. You know, I think about this little acronym that we used to have on this little faith outreach form. I was little. I must have been 12 or 13 years old going with a little faith outreach team in South Texas as we would go door to door and try and tell people about the love of Jesus Christ. And on this faith outreach uh, tract that we had, it would unfold from top to bottom and left to right, and it would turn into the shape of the cross. And on this little form, it said faith. And the acronym would stand for forsaking all, I trust him. Faith. The most simple, simple phrase, and yet it is so hard for us to wrap our mind around as a society right now with everything that is going on in our world. Simply forsaking everything and trusting God. Trusting God that everything is in his hands. Trusting God that we were created for such a time as this. That every action and reaction happens because it was planned and thought out and thought through. And God does have a purpose for every season under heaven. I was doing some research and just thinking back and reflecting on my life. And I started thinking so heavily about this time, like I said, being young and Remembering the times when we would go door to door and the families that would invite us into our homes and they didn't know us, they didn't know what we stood for, but they would let us come in. And then after hearing the gospel and after hearing the love of Jesus Christ, even through eyes and ears and mouths of children going door to door with obviously an adult would come with us. But after hearing us talk about the gospel, they were They were just engaged and desired to know more about this Jesus that we talked about. And then I don't know if any of you remember this song that came out by Audio Adrenaline, and it was called Hands and Feet. And this song, it took us all the way on the mission field, all the way to Costa Rica. And this was our theme song and our mantra all the way there. And the words to this song said, An image flashed across my TV screen. 
Another broken heart comes into view. I saw the pain and I turned my back. Why can't I do the things that I want to? I'm willing to get, I'm willing, yet I'm so afraid. You give me strength. And when I say, I want to be your hands, I want to be your feet. I'll go where you send me. I'll go where you send me. And I'll try, yeah, I'll try to touch the world like you've touched my life. And I'll find a way to be your hands. And then it goes back into the chorus again. I want to be your hands. I want to be your feet. I'll go where you send me. I'll go where you send me. And then there's a couple other lines to the song. But, you know, those that is the song and the cry of our heart. I want to be your hands, God. I want to be your feet. And I'll go where you send me. I'll go where you send me. Because we were born for such a time as this. Yes, there is a lot going on, and I feel like I've been saying this a lot lately, but faith is forsaking everything and trusting in Him. Forsaking all, I trust Him. It may, it may get dark. It may get a lot more dark on this earth, which, you know, we pray that it won't, but it may get darker. But that doesn't mean that the light doesn't get brighter. Turn with me to Psalms 149, verse 3. It says, Let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. I believe that God inhabits the praises of his people. And yes, while we were created for such a time as this, and this time is hectic, this time is crazy. As we're seeing the gas prices shoot up, as we're seeing war break out overseas, as we're seeing border crises here in the United States, as we're seeing poverty increase, as we're seeing, you know, the lack of the ability for families to, and the need to choose between gas and meals on the table, God inhabits the praises of his people. So even though we feel the desire to complain and to need to fuss and and cry out in this dismay, remember God inhabits our praises. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the evening. Praise him in every situation. Though the sorrows may come in the night, joy comes in the morning. I'm taken to scripture in Matthew chapter 24, verse 35, and in Mark 13, verse 31, and in Luke chapter 21, verse 33. And they all take count and remember the same exact moment when some of the disciples came privately to Jesus and asking him, tell us, tell us when, when will you return? How will this happen? And Part of the conversation, Jesus says to them, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. In Jesus's response to the disciples, he's giving them hope. And there's that faith again. He's giving them faith to know that his words are true. Those red letter words are true. Heaven and earth will pass away. 
but my words will never pass away. The word of God is true. That we know. Things of this world will go away. Time will stop. But the word of God, the truth of salvation, will never pass away. And while you were born for such a time as this, let praise inhabit God's people. Rejoice in the streets. Find a reason to be thankful. If you could, run with me real quick over to 2 Timothy 1, verses 6 through 8. And it says, Timothy is urged to rekindle his spiritual gift. This idea is expressed, I'm sorry, the desire is to discover, develop, and deploy our specific spiritual gifts should be like a fire blazing within us. The constant struggle of Christians is to be diligent about our work for God and not to be slackened our place in this spiritual race. We need to make a conscious effort to exercise our gift for the common good of the body of Christ. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives us the spiritual gifts and empowers us to use them. God's Spirit does not impart fear or cowardice, but the power of love and of a sound mind or self-control. The Spirit imparts power for the various circumstances of ministry. The love of the Spirit gives to us should be directed toward other individuals. Furthermore, as we use spiritual gifts to build up the church, we should exercise self-control using our abilities only as at the appropriate times. We should not be ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. So as we do want to be God's hands and God's feet, and we do want to go where God sends us, remember that faith is forsaking all and trusting him. God will never put you in a situation that is not going to render him victorious. You may go into situations that are hard. That are hard. But that God's not going to put you in a situation that will not edify you. And God will not shine himself being beneficial for your life. The praises, let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. As we kneel, as we go to our knees, as we show humility before the Father, God's praises inhabit His people. The Holy Spirit comes and dwells among us and He lives inside of us when we are baptized and we become Christians and we ask, the Holy, we ask Jesus to come and live in our heart. That intimate connection with God that intimate connection with Jesus, that personal relationship. It is not about religion. It is not about becoming religious. It is about having an intimate connection with Jesus, knowing that your relationship, that you can go 
And when you are on your knees, worshiping in that private moment that you were born for such a time as this, no moment in your life was for naught. Nothing that happened in your life was for naught. You were created for this time and this season and this purpose. And you will touch the world with your life. And you will find a way to be God's hands and feet. Because God has a purpose and a plan for your life. The kingdom has a purpose. God's kingdom has a purpose for your life. And while faith is detrimental to your life, a loving, kind relationship with God the Father is detrimental to survival. I just welcome you into my living room today. And I just want to offer the opportunity to anyone that doesn't know Jesus. If you don't know the man that we call Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, if you don't know him, if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, not a religious relationship with Jesus, not one that's a Sunday morning relationship, but a personal relationship with Jesus, one that starts from the inside and works its way out. God isn't concerned about the outward appearance until the inward appearance reflects him. Start listening to God on the inside. Let God start to transform you on the inside. Let God let the praises of heaven inhabit your heart. Start worshiping God. Start telling God how much you love him. Start telling Jesus that you want him to be a part of your life. Tell God and Jesus that you want, ask Jesus to come and live in your life. The word of God says, no man gets to the father, but by me. So I just encourage you today, if you have never taken that moment to tell Jesus to wash you clean. Ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins. Tell God that you lay down your old life. You lay down sin. No matter what it is, no sin is too great for God. Nothing you could do could separate you from the love of God. Lay it all down. Lay down your burdens. Lay down the things that you've been carrying around for years probably. Just lay them down at the feet of Jesus. And ask Jesus to come and live in your heart. To take that seat instead of pride in your life. And begin to see the transformation of your heart that will happen in your life. All you have to do is raise your hands and cry out to Jesus for him to save you. Tell God that you want a relationship with the Father. He is the one true God. I just, if you've, if you've cried that out and if you have made that effort, please, please seek out a church. Seek out a life group. Remember, faith is forsaking all and trusting him. Because you were created for such a time as this. And yes, though the sorrows may come in the night, joy comes in the morning.
And Jesus is the morning. He is the fresh new day. Every day. Because our joy is renewed every morning. Thank you so much for sitting with me and for hanging out with me today. On this day of joy. I claim it as a day of joy today. On the morning buzz.